Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley, reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm, south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by the Epic Times, America's new hometown newspaper of record. Used and endorsed by Mike Church, the Epic Times is journalism you can count on. Subscribe today at crusadechannel.com forward slash epic. Here's what to listen for this hour. Joe Biden meets with AI experts. Trump says DeSantis attacks are personal. The two-tier system, obvious where Hunter Biden is concerned and some sage advice from an almost centenarian. Joe Biden meets with AI experts. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. Joe Biden met with artificial intelligence experts in San Francisco on Tuesday as part of his administration's efforts to manage the risks posed by AI. In brief remarks to reporters before the closed-door meeting, Biden said he wanted to hear from the world's leading experts on the technology, which he said poses enormous promise and risks. The Democrat governor of California, Gavin Newsom, was also present at the meeting, along with experts who the White House said recognized both AI's potential risks and its benefits. AI remains one of the major issues young voters are concerned about. If Democrats are seen to be leading on the issue of AI, the Republican Party risks losing even more youth support simply because young voters don't feel the Republican Party is paying attention to the threats and potential pluses AI can bring. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. President Donald Trump suggested that his attacks against his Republican challenger, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, are personal. And in the second part of his exclusive interview with Fox News' Brett Baer, says he finds it very disloyal that DeSantis joined the 2024 presidential race after Trump helped him get elected in Florida. Trump, who is battling DeSantis for the GOP presidential nomination, was discussing the COVID response of several Republican governors when he invoked the Florida governor's nickname, Rob DeSanctimonious, during the second part of the hour-long interview that aired on Tuesday on Special Report. Why do you use that name, Bear interjected. I got him elected, Trump replied, and I thought it was very disloyal when he said, yes, I'd run. I got him past two races. I'm a big loyalist, Trump continued. Some people right here in this room tell me, sir, don't worry about loyalty. It doesn't mean anything in politics. I said to me, it does. I got the guy elected. Trump said DeSantis was dead politically before he endorsed him in the 2017 Florida governor's race. You have to wonder why Ron would choose to run against Trump now. It's what a lot of people are wondering. Republican lawmakers raced on Tuesday to condemn Hunter Biden's plea agreement in which Hunter appears poised to avoid jail time for alleged tax and firearm violations. That's just the tip of the iceberg. As part of the deal, the 53-year-old will plead guilty to misdemeanor counts of willful failure to pay federal income tax for 2017 and 18 and enter a pretrial diversion on a felony gun possession charge, meaning that charge could be dropped if he meets certain requirements per court documents filed in Delaware. Prominent Republicans quickly contrasted this treatment by federal prosecutors with that of President Donald Trump, who was arraigned last week on a 37-count indictment stemming from his alleged classified document hoarding. Wow, the corrupt Biden DOJ just cleared up hundreds of years of criminal liability by giving Hunter Biden a mere traffic ticket. 
Our system is broken, Trump wrote on his Truth Social platform. An allied super PAC was even more forceful. Our quote of the day, the Eucharist is the secret of my day. It gives strength and meaning to all my activities of service to the church and to the world. Pope St. John Paul II. And our saint of the day, by the age of 11, he was teaching catechism to poor children, fasting three days a week, and practicing great austerities. And that was just the beginning. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. All right, folks, listen up. This June, just don't do it. Don't drink the fake thing and let Anheuser-Busch drown in Lake Tranny. And, for extra credit, celebrate Humility Month and our Lord's Sacred Heart with our Celebrate Humility Month kit. Here's what you get. A yard sign, window stickers, the Humility of Heart paperback book, and Litany of Humility prayer all in one box. Get your kit today at humilityofheart.com and celebrate the Sacred Heart and not, you know, that other thing this Jew. Our saint of the day is Saint Aloysius Gonzaga. His father wanted him to become a military hero, but at the age of seven, Aloysius experienced a profound spiritual quickening. His prayers included the Office of Mary, the Psalms, and other devotions. At the age of nine, he came from his hometown to Florence to be educated. By the age of 11, he was teaching catechism to poor children fasting three days a week, and practicing great austerities. When he was 13 years old, he traveled with his parents and the Empress of Austria to Spain and acted as a page in the court of Philip II. The more Aloysius saw of court life, the more disillusioned he became, seeking relief in learning about the lives of saints. A book about the experience of Jesuit missionaries in India suggested to him the idea of entering the Society of Jesus, and in Spain his decision became final. Now he began a four-year contest with his father. Eminent churchmen and lay people were pressed into service to persuade Aloysius to remain in his normal vocation. Finally, he prevailed, and he was allowed to renounce his right to succession and received into the Jesuit novitiate. Like other seminarians, Aloysius was faced with a new kind of penance, that of accepting different ideas about the exact nature of penance. He was obliged to eat more and to take recreation with the other students. He was forbidden to pray except at stated times. He spent four years in the study of philosophy and had St. Robert Bellarmine as his spiritual advisor. In 1591, a plague struck Rome. The Jesuits opened a hospital of their own. The superior general himself and many other Jesuits rendered personal service. Because he nursed patients, washing them and making their beds, Aloysius caught the disease. A fever persisted after his recovery, and he was so weak he could hardly get out of bed. Yet he maintained his great discipline of prayer, knowing he would die three months later within the octave of Corpus Christi at the age of 23. An almost centenarian who lives alone, still drives, pays her bills online, texts loved ones on her iPhone, and never misses a happy hour, is doling out advice for living a long and active life in a series of positive and feisty videos on TikTok and Instagram. You've got to enjoy life. Mildred Kirschenbaum, who's 99 and lives in Boca Raton, Florida, told Fox News Digital. You're only walking through it once, she added. If you're up there in years, do yourself, not your children, not your friends, not your world, yourself a favor. Enjoy everything. Don't sit home and moan and groan and say, all I do is walk to the refrigerator. 
do something. For Kirschenbaum, she said attitude is everything. She described this notion in a video she recorded of herself, which was posted on Instagram by her daughter on May the 30th, and the post has gathered 1.2 million views. In August, I will be 100 years old. I have friends that are 20 years younger, 15 years younger, and their attitudes are going to cause them not to survive to my age. She explains that some people she knows complain about the food they are served or that their children don't call them enough, but said they have to turn around their negative way of thinking. If the food isn't quite right, so have an extra dessert, she said. If you only hear from your children once a week, that's fine. If they call you once a week, then call them once a week and be grateful they are enjoying life. Look at the positive side of life. I think that's what's got me this far, she said. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com and stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.